Welcome to this episode of Let's Chat. I'm your host, Chris Revel, coming at you from the Cat Cave in Providence, Rhode Island. Uh, well, this is a great episode. This is the return of Dan Shields. Dan and his amazing wife, Melissa, were up for the weekend. We recorded this Thanksgiving weekend, and we just had a blast the whole weekend. We had, fr- uh, at our, my home, we did a thing called Friendsgiving, where it was like uh, Ryan, Melissa, myself, Victoria, and our friends Ryan Larmit, who've been on, and his girlfriend, Lisa. Uh, we did like a big Thanksgiving with uh oh Alex and Matt Pacinich, who's also been on like the day after with all the leftovers and it was it was a blast uh, and then so the night before we recorded this the night before we recorded this uh, Dan Melissa Victoria and I and then Dan's friend Sean and his girlfriend Aaron who I had just met that night uh, went out we went to the Scurvy Dog and then we went to Hot Club both Providence bars and. Me, Melissa, and Aaron, who was Sean's girlfriend, ended up talking for a while and discovering that we all just fucking love Alkaline Trio. And so uh, Dan was going to do an Alkaline Trio cover for the show, and then he, he had the much better idea of doing an original uh, to promote his amazing band, The Raritan, which you can find on facebook.com slash The Raritan. But then after the show, walking out of uh, the cat cave slash my bedroom, Dan's carrying his guitar, and Melissa was just doing homework at the, my dining room table, and Victoria's cooking dinner, and Melissa and I just kind of looked at Dan, and like, yeah, how about you just do a quick Alkaline Trio song? So uh, Dan just kind of gave us that look, and Dan's kind of quiet, he goes, all right, and then just fucking nails these two Alkaline Trio songs, when me and Melissa, me and Melissa were just sitting there in my fucking dining room, singing along, and Dan just fucking destroyed it. Uh, I've told Dan this in person. I told him an email. I text him. I really want Dan to do, like, a solo album. I fucking love his voice. Um, I love I love the Raritan, too. Fucking, I just, as a friend, I'm happy that they're good, but, like, as a fan, they're just wonderful. So please check them out, facebook.com slash the Raritan. Uh, big news for the show, kind of. Uh, I got a lot of bigger guests coming down the pipeline. I don't like to say who until they get recorded, but uh, some more musicians and comedians will be coming up in the future as well as some returning guests, which I'm really excited about. Uh, we now have a Twitter account, at Let's, Chat, at Let's Chat Podcast, and I've been having a ton of fun with it, communicating with a lot of new people and looking to... I'm actually doing a lot of booking through there now. I've been just talking to people on there and uh, people with other podcasts and comedians and actors and all these different people trying to get them on the show. So there's going to be some more diverse guests, which I'm really excited about. You could also email us any thoughts or comments on let's ch- at uh, letschatpodcast at gmail.com. But thank you for listening. Uh, here we are with uh, the return of Dan Shields. And we are recording a cast of a pod. Uh, we should start with the very beginning of when you and your wife came over today, Melissa. There was a homeless man asleep on my porch, and we had to call the cops. Yep, that happened. That was weird. That's never fucking happened here. But uh, that's how I find out I live in a 
good neighborhood because we got quite the response. Yeah. There was cops and a fire truck and a ambulance. That's weird. Yeah, that usually doesn't happen. I tried to get rid of the guy. He wasn't responding to me. Did you see the cop with the baton? He was like poking him. Yep. I, like, I wouldn't have touched him either. Um, <laughs> so this is your third time on the show. Thank you again. But the first time you recorded on the cat in the cat cave. That's right. Which is a gorgeous studio. Expensive. It's wonderful. Uh, it's not my bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> but we've added a couch recently. That's been the biggest uh, investment. That's right, Revel. This is my first time in the cat cave. <laughs> and uh, we're taking callers now. Do you like just radio radio? Um, I guess. I hate how they cut it. The DJs do that thing where they cut in the song like, Hey, you're listening to Kiss 105.8 and this is the new Katy Perry song. All right. Be brave like a lion. That's <laughs> <laughs> fucking annoying. I like... It, it's not as bad as the... Um, as the... You know, what? I don't even know what the song is anymore. I've said this before, but why is all of hip hop radio stuff, not the music, just hip hop yelling? Like, like you're saying, can you do that noise again? We could do a radio. We can do a hot ninety three seven intro right now. All right. Yo, yo, yo! What it is? This is your boy DJ Quell coming at you from Harlem. We're here with a new Katy Perry track with my boy Izzy Azalea or whatever. <laughs> and they're sirens. <laughs> but the funny thing is when they do that hip-hop song and then the song starts and it's like a real low-key like hip-hop song. And it's like, yeah, I'm going to take you out to a nice dinner. Like it's a real hype, show you do you right. They, it's, almost like, it's almost like completely dropping the ball. It really it is. Like, Here's all the <laughs> hype you need. Like shit is about to get really real. Oh, wait. This is this is quiet. This is your boy DJ Quell. I'm coming at you with the old school throwback Thursday of genuine. And then it comes in and it's like, my pony, my saddle. I that's too TMI. You know who I in comedy I like uh, Doug Benson a lot, and he does that like there's a roaring applause when we saw him, and he comes out and he goes, "Hey everybody," <laughs> but I think that works with comedy because it's like. Things that are funny are often the opposite of what you expect. Right. There's a there's a nice contrast, which is which is more appreciated uh, on the comedy stage, and not so much uh, if you're trying to. I don't know if anybody has a party that's just listening to the radio anymore. But. <laughs> oh my god! I to- <laughs> you just said something that made me even think of that. I totally remember going to like parties in eighth grade, and you know, parties. It's at your friend's house in their basement. And their parents are upstairs, and they've made uh, Rice Krispie treats, and they're serving Tang. Right. But <laughs> you're listening to... Uh, you listen to, like, now three, like, four oh, times, and then God. finally put on the radio. Let's put on 90, Kiss 95.7. And then we got a little bit older. We listened to 1041, which is, like, the alt station. But I guess it wasn't that alt, because it was, like, pop alt, and then it would be, like... And then they always play the Beastie Boys. For whatever reason, very racially charged. The only rap they would allow on the alt stations was white rap. It was always the Beastie Boys. And then the Aerosmith Run DMC song. Walk yeah. This Way? Yep. But then they would never be like Atmosphere. I don't know. He might have come years later. I or don't. Cage or you're, whatever. You're basically speaking Spanish to me right now. <laughs> I don't speak Spanish at all. I don't. 
I don't understand these weird Connecticut radio stations. Oh, yeah, that, that was a little too inside baseball <laughs> for a station that no longer exists. <laughs> so anyone from Central Connecticut ages uh, 30 to 35 will really get that 104 <laughs> reference in the early 90s. Aaron is probably the only my brother is probably the only one who actually would know what I'm talking about. Aaron, do you know what he's talking about? <laughs> Please call in. <laughs> Let us know. I'm glad we don't have a call in. That would suck. Are you? I don't know. I feel like that would be a really fun. Well, it'd be disappointment because nobody would call because podcasts are such. Uh, I love them, but they're this thing that it's a very insular experience when you listen to one. It's you, at least for myself. Always by myself. I really like it. And then I don't tell anyone about it. And I, I don't go online and share my thoughts or opinion on an episode. It's like, good. And like, so I. There are people that do that, though. Yeah. But there's they get a, to have a much more popular podcast for that. There's a lot of like feedback that you can, you can mm-hmm. get. Um, I think you have to be famous or. or fa- I'm sorry. Famous. <laughs> no er in that letter. I think you just have to know people who like the internet. I don't think I do the internet very well. I feel. I, I hate it. <laughs> I'm not interneting. Like when I upload my inner, like we were at the bar, we were at the scurvy dog last night, and I was explaining to everyone. I take a picture and I put it on internet.com, <laughs> and then it's done. And everyone just kind of looked at me. I'm like, well, "What do you guys use?" And they said a bunch of words like about Facebook and Instagrams. It's like, no, you go to internet.com, you put up a photo, and then everyone can find it. I don't think that's how it works. There's, um, th- I mean, I have a lot of pictures. Uh, on my phone because I want to I want to remember something so I took a picture of it and I think maybe like one one out of every hundred pictures actually makes it to internet oh on internet.com yes <laughs> or do you have your own internet site uh, it's internet.org <laughs> son of a bitch uh, it's a it's a non-profit <laughs> internet <laughs> oh I'm more of an intranet kind of guy no biggie I I uh yeah I take a lot of weird pictures. I don't like uh, uh when we were in Italy, uh, humble brag. <laughs> um, the new thing that they try, I'm sure they do this in all cities too. The newest thing that the you know how there's wherever you go in the world. This is what I found out. Not a really religious, profound experience. Wherever you go in the world, people are just trying to sell you shit. Oh yeah. <laughs> so like the thing they were trying to sell us was selfie sticks. They're like sticks. I'm assuming it must be New York. So you could like, it's like a cheap GoPro, and then you could take a picture of yourself with things in the background yes. from a distance. I've seen this stick. I would imagine they're in New York. I I've only seen them oddly enough in selfies, um, which it really baffles me. <laughs> but the, and everyone was using them. I, I don't get it. Like, I, what is the this rage with the selfie? I know what you look like. Oh, I hate it. My wife is pretty bad. We're we're friends. I know what you look like. I'm only in selfies if forced upon myself. If someone else, usually my if my, if Victoria wants to do it. But then at that point, when does a selfie become a groupie? It's a Horiui. <laughs> what does become a groupie? I don't know. It's just stupid. Like when we try. Well, we were trying to do one last night. Uh, in front of the Poco Loco truck, but then that nice man offered to take the photo. I think he realized that all three of us had rather large domes. <laughs> and it's and not going to work. Just can't do it. So we, we were at uh, the scurviest doggiest last evening. Yeah. Born in Providence. That's your first time. So, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. So, Dan, you're from Jersey, and you're in Providence. Warwick, technically. 
Not that far. Well, well I mean, I'm in Providence We're in right, right now. now. You stayed in a... I think you made the right choice, because you can get a better, nicer, cheaper hotel outside of Providence than you could in Providence. This hotel was really nice. It's supposed to be like a... Do they get hotel awards? I was about to say award-winning, but I don't know if that's a thing. Uh, I, I saw Zagat rated on... Bob Zagat? Yeah, Bob Zagat <laughs> stayed there. <laughs> 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 I bet he found it on internet.com. <laughs> uh, it was actually an, an awkward night. They didn't have any rooms. Um, <laughs> he made them sign a contract um, that whenever somebody called uh, and asked if there was any vacancy, they had to say, no, it's a full house. <laughs> <laughs> That's really good. I wish I could yes and that, but that was just too perfect. I had no idea where you're going with that. That's, uh, that's- amazing. That's what I was hoping. See, because Full House was the television program he was on. That's right. That wasn't good, but for some reason we still refer to. Well, it's because John Stamos is just beautiful. He's a beautiful man. <sighs> I know. And you know the three of them are still best friends? I would be. I, like, I'd be friends with John Stamos. John Stamos gets free yogurt. Why? You never saw him on the on the yogurt commercial? No, I'd give him free yogurt. Well, dude. Yeah, he's a beautiful Greek man. Of course he gets free yogurt. What was his name on the show? It was... Uncle Jesse. But it was Jesse Stamatopoulos? Yeah, something Something, because like remember when Jesse's brother, who was the uh, shady Greek guy who was trying to screw them all out of money? I think his last name was The Rippers, honestly. Ah, did you see on Fallon when they performed as The Rippers? I did not. He, they, it was him and then the whole band, and they do like all the songs, and they end with the Full House song, and it has Danny Tanner or Bob Saget of uh, Zagat uh, in the audience, and then the woman who played Aunt Becky comes out, and they do it in full character. It was incredible. That's it, beautiful. Saved by the Bell too, another one that like really stayed in our uh, uh, what's the word? Our cultural sphere of people of our age that we talk about. Because everybody wants to be AC Slater. <laughs> but it's so bad. I had um, this, a comedian on here named Adam Lash, which you should go back and listen to that episode, everyone. It's really good. But um, I, Go back and stop this episode. <laughs> just stop. And go back and listen to that <laughs> listen one. Listen to now. a better one. <laughs> Sorry, Dad. <laughs> but um, I don't know if it will be running anymore, but I think you said until December. But he was the warm-up guy for the Save by the Bell, the musical in New York, which I actually really wanted to go to. It looked incredible, because they have so- and like man, I mean, I, you already know the music. Friends Forever is gonna make it in there. I hate musicals. Oh, I I like some. I hate them. I'm gonna see Book of Mormon. I'll be pumped for. I love the Scrubs musical. I love the Simpsons musical stuff. Not so. Maybe I shouldn't be defending musicals right now. <laughs> the answer is in your not in your head, my dear. It's in your butt. Yeah. Everything comes down to poo. That's right. Oh, my wife loves everything musical. Really? Yeah, it's terrible. Did you know like Fat Mike and someone else did like a musical? I would see that. Yeah. And there's a Green Day musical. Billy Joel Armstrong is in it. (laughs) I'm not a big Green Day fan. They ripped some other band off. I don't can't get into that because I don't remember anything. Uh, it was Blue Night. Was that the band? The Blue Night, and they, they just went with Green Day and you know, called it. <laughs> okay. That's that's not a real fact. Oh, okay. I made it up on the spot. Yeah, but, you know, I'm not going to go online and look it into it, so I just took it at face value. And I would have repeated that to someone, like another music snob, like, oh, I can't believe Green Day ripped off Blue Night. But like, what the? F-? 
fuck are you talking about? Like, Actually, you could probably get away with it. Yeah. That's almost something that's that's really... I feel like that's what internet.com is for. Just making shit up? <laughs> yeah, seeing what you could get away with. Well, that, like, <laughs> Jay and Silent Bob is like, what the fuck is the internet? And they go on to moviepoopshoot.com. It's mm-hmm. like, you're mostly porn and making fun of movies. I don't know. I think it's more now for porn and for television than movies, because I don't think film has held up in our culture. I mean, it's still r- relevant, but I, at least I find myself talking with people about television programs more frequently than I do about movies, except Interstellar. <gasps> we could talk about Interstellar. We already talked about Interstellar. We're still currently talking about Interstellar. That's right. I loved it. It was... I haven't gone to a movie and been that feelingness in a while. I didn't really know what I was going into. I really did that thing. I was like, oh, Christopher Nolan. I'll go. Really, the only reason I wanted to go. And then we went, um, Alex came with us. And or we went, I don't know. We all went together. And he also, he was the one that wanted to see it. I was like, yeah, I'll see it. Alex, my brother-in-law, who's been on as well, he was like, oh, we should see Interstellar. And I'm like, Saturday? Nothing to do? Fuck yeah, I'll see you in the movie in the middle of the day. Hell yeah, space. I love space. But like... Oh, but then... Space and time, love it. Wait, gravity, oh. holy shit! So is that so Neil deGrasse Tyson, my f- everyone's favorite astrophysicist, always <laughs> corrects any science inaccuracy in film, and he remained silent on this movie. So I'm that must mean theoretically all of that is possible. Because well, I don't has know. He not had a chance to yet. No, oh, it's been out for a while. Because like he's the guy who like. James Cameron got up on his high horse and said, everything in the Titanic is 100% accurate. And he's like, well, if you're going to say that, you're wrong because the stars are wrong that night. And then they went back and fixed the sky because he's that kind of guy. I love him because he doesn't go to Internet.com. He actually knows fact facts. (laughs) You know, he actually knows what he's talking about. So So he owns, like, the domain for fact.com. I bet he could. So, like... Theoretically, that entire movie is probable, but how would we place a wormhole there? And that was the whole thing. It's like humans did it. We just don't know. So the only thing that could travel through time and space is gravity. And then the idea is you can't communicate from gravity, but he found a way to communicate through his daughter who saved civilization. Yes. (sighs) Well, I don't know, but then how did he get to space without leaving the message for him? Because he's the one who... Um, leaves the message for himself to find NASA when she's ten. But how did he find NASA? Like, if without he would have to go to space and have that experience to always exist first. Right? No, he was always in space, leaving himself the message. So that's the idea of the movie. Everything always exists simultaneously and just a different place and time. That's the only way it makes sense in my mind. Which it doesn't make sense. No. So is that like that whole like multiverse theory that you exist in every universe and every scenario that could play itself is currently happening simultaneously in infinite universes? Of course. Which is probably why I'm so tired all the time. That or you have a sleep disorder. <laughs> you should probably look into that. No, I have a wife. <laughs> uh so what were your thoughts? Oh you guys went to Julian's before you got here. Yeah. What do you think? Uh, we might have to pause this podcast. It was so delicious. That's, I think, one of the best restaurants in Providence. Um, you get to watch it 
Uh, like they have an open kitchen at the bar, which you hate. I do hate it um, because I instead of focusing on what I normally focus on and like all kinds of like shitty things, we're like, ah, oh, he just touched his face and now he's, you know, touching something else. I focused on the food this time. Oh. And I watched them make the food, which was awesome. So did the cooks, they looked like you. They were all t- bearded tattoo dudes and, and chicks, minus the beards. Yeah, I think I would probably fit in there. I, I think you do. I, maybe, as Melissa was saying, that uh, hipsters hate me. Because they were so nice to you at Nice Slice, and they're nice to you at Jillian's and Scurvy. Except like, that guy, the Scurvy dog last night, the big guy with the knuckle tattoos and stuff, like who was running the place. Mm-hmm. Very polite. Very, very polite to an extent. Yes. Oh, I mean, I'm terrified of him, but he was very polite. Like I, like he was. When I was leaving. I was like, uh, he's like, I was like, I have a good night. He's like, oh, you too, man. Thanks for coming in. I was like, oh, thank you. You can kill me right now. He's like, I know, but I'm gonna be pleasant. Yeah. And then what else? Food doing? Did you do while you're here? The po- slice, poco loco, and the poco loco. So Which? you did. You did pretty good. You stick West End, man. We got it all. I went to Nice Slice twice. Yep. That's good for you. It is. I, I don't think we're going to pick up a one to bring home today. Honestly, because I'm just too lazy. Mm. And Other side of town. I might have to drive at some point, and that's the last thing I really want to like get into a pizza coma and then yep. have to drive. Well, you did have... Ju- what did you have at Julian's? What did you guys eat? Uh, I had an omelet. Mm. Um, the Sith Lord omelet, <laughs> which... Um, I mean, if there's something on your menu named after Star Wars, I'm ordering it. Yeah. You have Star Wars tattoos, correct? Uh, just one, currently. Just the one. Which one? Uh, I have Jar a Jar? Re- rebel symbol. That's badass. Um, that's actually, it's Jar Jar's head, uh, <laughs> shaped as the rebel symbol. <laughs> I, that's not true, but no. I might get that done now. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. I, uh. Down the street on Broadway as well, there's Nick's on Broadway, which is another legendary uh, breakfast spot with yes. a long wait, which I think that gets like critical and national acclaim as well, but it's not Julian's. Julian's is just like... If the internet could see my belly right now... Yeah. You're looking like me a little. Like Julian's right here. Dude, it's so good. And they have like really good vegan and vegetarian options. And which I, is something that I, I enjoyed because of my... Uh, my dairy allergy. <laughs> Do not mind eating vegan items or vegetarian as long as it tastes good. That's I've I've had known people who are against like vegan stuff. They're like, man, man, I'm like, motherfucker, if it tastes good, it tastes good. I'm all about yeah, it. Exactly. Um, tasting good is really the only qualification that food needs. Yeah, I don't I don't give a shit elsewise. We went. I took my um, my cousin Sarah was on tour. So her and her bandmate, um, I picked them up at their hotel and before the show. They, we came to Providence and had like some time to kill. It's like two weeks ago, and uh, we br- I brought. The, I was like a, a thing. I was like, all right, torn man, gotta go to nice slice. But I was like asking them what they wanted. And I think they were on like the tail end of the tour, and she's like in her forties, so I guess touring's a lot different at forty than when you're like twenty five. And they're like, we're really looking for something veg heavy. They wanted to eat like something kind of healthy, so I brought them to the Grange, which I know you couldn't go with Melissa. And it's a vegetarian restaurant. It's still some of the best food I've ever had in my entire life. That's really cool. I've had that time. I had poutine. Uh, Victoria one time got a po' boy there, 
and it was shiitake. It was like grilled shiitake mushrooms and a pretzel bread and on pretzel bread and a bunch of stuff. And they make their own soda, and like they do everything local. It's like one of those places. Like I'm pretty uh, correct. I might be wrong, but I think like even the chairs are like bought from someone who made them in Providence. It's like a very like local everything. That is, I like when when that happens. I I, I like yeah. I try to support. I mean, there's, but it just tastes good. There's a really good vegan bakery um, on the other side, technically Pawtucket, called uh, Wildflower. <clears throat> I've had double chocolate mousse cake or whatever you peanut butter. I think you can never tell it's vegan. Like there's just I don't know what they do. Are you interneting? Make, make food. Yeah, actually because I was really interested to see if um Interstellar had been weighed in upon. Um and that's what I'm reading right now. Uh, Tyson praised Interstellar for visually realizing such concepts as Einstein's relativity of time <laughs> and curvature of space as no other feature film has shown. So wow. that's pretty cool. So we can go through wormholes. Well, I think theoretically you can. Just there's no way to test it. Hmm. What's hmm. that? I'll keep all those in there for you. <laughs> all the long pauses of reading. <laughs> what does it say? Um, this is a lot. Oh, uh, uh, I do read. I do sometimes. Not very fast, apparently. Are you a book reader or like internet article reader like me? Uh, I, I own many leather bound books. <laughs> of rich mahogany. Yes. Do you actually read them? Uh, I sometimes. Yeah, I do like one a year. <laughs> I like. Um, I need more train time in my life again. That's when I read. Oh, that's what you're saying. We were at the bookstore. Mm-hmm. When you looked, were you working what in Brooklyn? Yeah. So you'd just be on the train, and when then you're on the train, you're just like, oh yeah, I'm on the train, nothing to do. Let me read a book. Mm. So, can you read in the car? Yeah, I don't because I'm usually driving it. But I don't because someone's usually talking, <laughs> but it's usually me. Wink, 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 wink. Well, I think that's kind of funny. I think we have opposites where you and your, with your relationship, you're the one who talks less. And in my relationship, my wife is the one that talks less. Yes. I, I annoy her more than anything because I just don't shut up. <laughs> like she, she's uh, happy watching TV and not being bothered where I'm the opposite. But I think that works. If you have two talkers, oh my god! Oh, that's uh, that's uh, bad. I don't want to hang out bad. with those talkers. I don't want to hang out with two talkers ever. Oh god! But the worst when you have two people that don't talk. Oh, non-talkers. Have you ever been with non a couple, or even not even a couple, just friends, like a group of friends that are non-talkers, and then trying to make plans to like do something, and you have like a group of people that won't make a decision? It's impossible. Like, hey, do you guys want to go uh, here for dinner? And you get this. I don't know. What do you want to do? Yeah, I guess. Maybe. Maybe? What do you want to do? Well, what are our other options? Nobody knows. It's like, all right, well, we can go here. And then you, it's like talking like a fucking five-year-old. And you're like, all right, we have this amount of time and we can go to these two places. Will you please make a decision? Well, like, fine, we're going here. And then you're labeled the dick because you're like assertive. But like, well, we were never going to get there. No. That's why I don't understand like 
bands that do it forever. Because, like, I travel is fucking stressful. Imagine, like, I couldn't imagine, like, touring or doing anything with a group of people. People are the worst. And then finding five people or, or whatever who are all have the same passion as you. Yeah, that's difficult. I don't fuck. And then the bands that do it forever, you're like the even the Stones or but even like the Bouncing Souls, you know. Who, when you get to a certain point, you can travel separately. Yeah, but not yeah, that's true. That is very like I know the Eagles because they're at that level where like they're like private jet from hotel to hotel. Yeah, which is like the kind of the dream of touring. Things like that, or like but that, everybody gets their own van or bus. Type thing. I don't think. Do you think there's people out there? Get, everyone gets their own van like that. I would imagine that's like at that point you all get your own bus. Well, I think like everybody gets their own their own bus and van. Okay. So <laughs> a bus and a van. You're part of my crew, but you're not allowed in the bus, so you have to go in my van. I've the, I've heard of that. Like I uh, I never knew this. Per- a friend of a friend some years ago. I think he had a friend who worked, and he would go on tour. He would drive like the 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 like the equipment bus. And the bands would be in the the bus bus, and they would be in like the eight like the U-Haul driving cross country. Yeah, like the the the, the roadies and the crew and stuff. Yeah, that's but real. When like a, a, a successful ish band, I think when you tour like at a certain level, like usually you have like a light sound guy or whatever. Mm-hmm. I wonder how you make money off that point. I think you go to Europe. Yeah, that seems to be the secret. So you're wearing a uh, "Keep Calm and Eat Shit" T-shirt. That's correct. Of one of the. Hotter bands in New Jersey. Do you want a pillow? Oh no, I'm gonna I'm gonna lay very sexually. Over oh, here. I don't mind. I'll throw my legs a little. Uh, of the scandal, so we got to meet. I got to meet. Uh, who was it? Greg is that his name? Oh man, did you just fall asleep? No, I told you that like eighty times. What? <laughs> his name? <coughs> I'm awake. Oh, it's cool. Sean. Sean, why did I call him Greg? I don't know. Sorry, sorry, Sean. Super fucking nice dude. Um, where did they? They they've just did. What was he? What was he saying? Oh yeah, they were like they just went to like L.A. and stuff. Like, do you think is that are any of them like career musicians or is it just like job and then the band is just because that's what you want? I think it seems like everybody's everybody wants to play music. I wonder how you make that the career. It's just such, especially now, music is so different. You go to Europe. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's what my cousin was telling me. You just play Europe a lot. Play Europe. I guess you got to make music for Europe though. Oh yeah. EDM. Oh yeah, definitely EDM. In fact, uh, I think we're just gonna just gonna take all of all of the Raritan songs and just. Remix them to dance music. <laughs> I'm just gonna move to London. It'll be awesome. So expensive. How's the good old uh, Raritan doing? Uh, it still flows. What did if, you if play? You catch my drift. <laughs> it's a river. It's a river. What? Uh, what? What did you just play that Ryan went to? Um, a show. Duh. Who are you with? Oh, uh, we played with uh, Game Day Regulars. I saw them that one time. They were good. Yeah, they rock. Uh, we played with Entropy, who uh, that was our first time playing with them. And we played with Maya's Ruin. Uh, we played with them a couple of times. They're 
really nice. And we played with a, another band that we played with for the first time, uh, Hell Mary. Huh. That's pretty cool. Now, do you guys play outside of the Court Tavern yet? Uh, we have played Asbury Lanes. That's got to be a pretty cool. That's like, so that's, is that the legendary Asbury with like Bruce? Well, yeah. There's only one Asbury. That's got to be well, a fucking. Actually, I think there's, no, there isn't another Asbury in New Jersey. Uh, this is Asbury Park, though. Okay. Soprano status. When Tony goes to the dock, he goes to Asbury. Not the dock. When he's in, before the episode when he's going to kill Big Pussy, he goes down to the shore, and it's Asbury Park. Ah, oh, you ruined it. I never saw it. Oh, well. I'm just kidding. Sorry to spoil a show that ended 10 years ago for you. <laughs> what? I didn't get around to it on Netflix yet. It's not on Netflix. I know. That's why I didn't get around yeah. to it. <laughs> it's not HBO Go, which you don't have. I don't have it anymore. That sucks. <laughs> yeah. That fucking sucks. Uh, that's cool. What's it like playing Asbury? That must be fucking amazing. Cause yeah, it's it was like, really fun. It was kind of weird, though, because there was probably the same amount of people that we played to at the court a lot. Yeah. Um, but because Asbury Lanes is bigger, it, it really looked like we were playing to about 15 people. Mm-hmm. But there was really closer to like 60 there. 60? Yeah. That's pretty cool. It was it was early too. Like the sun was still up when we started. What so. bands did you play with? Uh, we played with uh, Hannah Lee uh, from Trenton. Oh wow! Uh, the Scandals, Scandalous, and uh, Old Man Markley. Do, now who like how does the booking there work? Is the basement scene still exist in New Brunswick? Um, I mean, I feel like we're too old to play in basements. Uh, yeah, not, not because we're too cool for it, but because. It gets really hard to carry heavy equipment down tiny stairways. Yeah, and it's expensive. And I'm not, I'm not ashamed to say that I'm too lazy to go down into a basement. Oh, fuck stairs, man. Fuck stairs. And their ceilings are low, and I'm like the shack of musicians. <laughs> I like 5'11". Oh, my God, that's so true. I hit my head on stuff. Oh, it's so bad. That's awesome. Isn't it weird how... Like, yeah. a majority of musicians are short? Yeah, because did you ever see Head Automatica? Like, Daryl Plumbo was our, shorter than us, and then I think their two guitarists were, like, six-something, and it was so fucking funny. Yeah, musicians are generally short, right? Yeah, it's weird. Maybe you're, like, making up for something. Well, there's there's a few people that I know that are... There's a few tall musicians that I know. It's really weird, though. It's like, wait... I know, man. We should be like on some sort of basketball team. <laughs> we got kicked off, so we're playing music. But that's it. It's always like, I want to say the range of musical giants is like 5'11 to 6'1. <laughs> <laughs> There's a couple of like anomalies out cool. there that are like super tall. I don't know. I'm, 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 making, to... I'm making up statistics. Yeah, that sounds like a real thing. I'll check that on facts.com to, uh, <laughs> later today. Uh, facts.com on the internet.com. <laughs> on the old internets. Um, so what else did you guys do up here? Just like being lazy? Bars, restaurants. What do you, That sucks. When you go anywhere, what do you do? Just hang? Yeah, I think we just hang. I think I saw you for a lot of it. Oh, we had Friendsgiving. Yeah, we came over and had. Thanks, friendy. Thanks, friendy. Because, uh... 
Ryan, when you were first on, you were on with Ryan Larmet, and we saw him on Friday. Yes, that's right. And that was, uh, I always love seeing him. I'm 90% sure he's never listened to his own episode. And oh, probably yeah. never will. I'm not really sure if he knows how to even work yet. I think we'll find out if he listens to an episode if eventually we get a text asking why I told everyone on internet.com that he smells his own farts. <laughs> That's how we'll find out, Ryan. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's kind of weird because I always like – I. Don't ask people if they listen because that's weird. But I have no idea. And once in a, I had this weird. It's really nice. But I was at my old job, and um, I was going to do something of importance with uh, a subordinate that made me sound cooler than I was. And but it's someone I liked. And all of a sudden he's like, <clears throat> we're just joking around. And he's like, oh yeah, like the cat cave. And like froze. Like, I was like, how do you know that? What do you know about the cat cave? Oh, you fucking know. And I was like. Oh, when you put stuff on the internet and beg people to listen once in a while, somebody actually does. It's true. Now the um, it's increased its numbers. It's kind of kind of weird. No, it's not weird. It's fucking awesome. It's doing the thing I want. Have you put any um? Have you put any nudes on the page? <laughs> I need to make a website still. So, what song did you perform for us? Uh, that's a new guy. No alkaline trail covers today. No. Um, so I would. Sometimes I forget. A lot of words. Yeah. And I just couldn't couldn't pull it together today. Whatever. Well, you should be putting on your own music. I was I was even just saying this to Melissa when we were out and you were in here recording it. I was like, Dan needs to record a solo album. Like, have you ever thought of that? Well yeah, that's why I bought that fancy new guitar. Nice. Like do you can you record at home? Yeah. Cause like yeah. just fucking come here and use my room for like a week and make it a studio and make an album. I don't I mean I don't have that many songs because i'm not a terribly good musician that's not true that's no i'm as far as making music goes really bad at it who does the songwriting for the raritan oh dan and i do oh. most of it okay but it's really like he has an idea and i'll fill in or i'll have an idea and he'll fill in yeah um nick actually just started he brought um his second Second song to the table. What's that experience like? Like, is it nerve wracking if it's something like extremely emotional, like personal, or do you just like try to layer what you're really saying in metaphors so no one knows that this song's really about like a heartache or whatever? No, um, like there's got to be a level of trust. I'm assuming. I don't. I don't think anybody, you know, because I'm yelling most of the time. Yeah, well, I don't know what you're saying, but like you're a band member as well. Sometimes they do. Um, I think there's a pretty good understanding where it's like if it is something that's more more personal, it doesn't really get talked about. Yeah. Because we're five guys, so you're allowed to sing about your feelings, but you're not allowed to talk about Which them. is weird because singing is the thing that you should get made fun of more than talking. <laughs> Except that people love when you sing stuff to them. Yeah, that's true. I love so. when you sing stuff. Me and Melissa were talking about it, and it was adorable. But then also, like, I mean, there's also, like, we just finished writing a song that's entirely about masturbation. <laughs> What's it called? Um, we haven't really decided. There's uh, there's a couple names in the works. Can I suggest one? Sure. The Math Debate. The Math Debate. I like it. <laughs> just throwing it out there. The, the Great g- Math Debate. The Great Math Debate. <gasps> Even better. That's beautiful. 
Were you um, good at English and stuff in school? Um, I I felt like I was. Uh, I had some. I had two trouble years. Mm-hmm. Uh, my freshman year of high school, um, my English teacher told us in the beginning there was no wrong answers. Oops. Uh, that was the first and only year that I went to summer school. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, there are right answers. Oh, um, they got you. But not in English. That's horseshit. There's right answers in math. Yes. In English, as long as you defend your position, mm-hmm. it's right. Same with philosophy. You just talk for long enough. Exactly. People agree with you. Um, and in Interstellar, there's no answers. Yeah. To the Which, questions never I mean, asked. To the... To that, I would I had to take in an essay, a placement essay, to get into college, and it's they wanted me to write about uh, traditions, like something about Thanksgiving or like Christmas or things of that nature, and so I decided that looking both ways before you cross the street was a great enough tradition, mm-hmm. and got placed in uh, higher English. Uh, oh, I I like the way that story went. Yeah, it was it was pretty good. That is a tradition. And that was right after high school when I had my senior year. I didn't have terribly good luck in English class either. But the second I got the test results back, it was pretty much like, suck it. Yeah. I, I knew what I was doing all along. You've always, because I remember when I first met you, you kept a notebook on you of like ideas and sketches and songs. I was like, oh, that's such a good idea. Well, it's in the car right now. Yeah. Because remember we thought of that funny thing. We were watching Heroes. And we were going to call it Zeros. zeros. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. still written down. That's weird. Extraordinary people doing and extraordinary things. things. My brother and I used to always joke. We used to have this uh, funny idea of like an SNL skit of like X-Men in the real day modern world. So like Magneto would just be like the IT guy. <laughs> Coming! <laughs> but he would screw up. He would screw yeah. up every computer <laughs> because he's magnetized. Yeah, and just like stuff like that. And like Wolverine would have like some... Menial job doing like I don't know. He'd probably work in like a tuna fish factory. Something I would imagine. Tuna just (laughs) slicing up all day. Your powers because that would become the new normal and something like that would be so funny. That's cool. I like obviously I like your band. I won't tell you that because it'll make you feel weird again. But I I find that funny because I found that with you and then like John from Folly kind of even in his episode he talked. I remember asking what he does and he gets recognized and. I was like blown away by if no one listened to it. If you haven't listened to that episode, he tells this funny story. He's at like a concert and someone he's just with a buddy of his, and then someone they just started talking to one of the other someone else, and then that person starts talking about his band. And uh, that was actually I did listen to that episode. Yeah, I remember you commented on it oh. and how he doesn't even joke. Oh yeah, that's my band. He let the person go on and talk like, oh, and I saw Folly there and they were awesome and Folly and other bands and and John was just like, yeah, mm-hmm. and then the person realized who he was and came back. He's like, dude, yeah. what the hell? That was. Um, did you know that person he was talking about? Yeah, he was. Um, he's in a band called The Best of the Worst. Okay, which is pretty awesome. Were they playing with the Mad Caddies or something? I think that was the story. Yeah, I think they had played earlier in the night in that in that show. Um, but yeah, it was it was funny because I talked to him about the the episode. No fucking it. way. We had a good laugh about it. Um, did he? He? Oh my god, that's kind of weird. It was like I, I knew I recognized him, but it was just like it, oh, it awesome. happened later. That um, makes my head just exploded that that you had a conversation with something about that episode. Well, I'm, I. 
I tried to send it over to those guys like it the second that I heard it was like Yeah. And then I heard the story and and was like, Oh, that's even funnier now. That's so great. What? Have you ever been recognized yet? No. No, I did have a fun story where where some girl like came up after the show. I think I was giving out CDs or or something, and she was telling me about how she knew the whole band, and like I just let her go. Yeah, and it was pretty awesome. It's cool, you know. You just ask her like questions, and I was like, "So you know Dan?" And Dan, she's like, "Well, I don't really know those guys as much. I like really kind of like grew up with Tom and like Chris, uh, but you know Dan and and Dan are pretty cool." Ah. <laughs> gotcha. I'm, I'm Dan. And you just kind of let her go on for a little bit, and you're like, you realize that, I, that I'm I'm Dan. And if you just saw us play, I was I was singing. Yeah. And she got really embarrassed and ran away, which. And now she's listening to this. Yep. Hopefully. No, no, she's not. I don't know who it was. No, let's um, be honest. She's not listening to it. Unless she's your Facebook friend, she's never going to find this episode. I'm going to post it on raritan.com. Oh, you should. Well, I think that's the Rivers website, actually. Even better. <laughs> that sucks. Um, did I miss any? Actually, before I let you free, um, you've actually been quite a big help with the podcast. I don't know if you even knew it. but uh, I didn't know that. When the first time we recorded, um, you were like talking about how at the end of it, like I, we were like, I feel like we just jumped around a lot and we missed a bunch of stories and we never like finished anything, yeah. which is true. And ever since that, I now ask people if we missed anything. Ah. And you're the one who said not to touch the soundboard once you're set. You got it set. And those two things have been very helpful. Oh, yeah. No futzing. That, that was like in the early stages. That was a cool weekend because I recorded you and then Andrew Costa in New York City like right after. And not like, Bob. And who? And not Bob. No, ran out of time. But I've had Bob. And then we're going to do one with me, you, and Bo. We tried to do that today. But my fault, I gave Bo like 40 seconds. Hey. I totally forgot to ask you this like uh, a month ago. Do you want to record with Dan right now? And he's like, I'm not home, but maybe later. Like, oh, they're leaving. I should have asked you a month ago. He's like, oh, that's cool. And he was very nice. Yeah. We'll just do that in Skype. That'll be cool. That'd be fun. I haven't talked to the two of you guys at the same time in a long time. It's going to be a lot of dick and fart jokes. Yep. as per usual. Because um, we're grown-ups. I got to pee real bad. I'll take that out. Uh, I didn't miss anything, did I? Any? Oh, no. Um... Oh, I've been getting some, been getting some feedback, uh, just like oh, personal. Take a pee real quick. Pee break. Just to watch me drown 
that you see Louder than ever But you can't predict the fact you want me around Talk is cheap I'm not in the market And I'm with you sleep Staring in the darkness I'll be the catalyst for change But it won't mean You should put the song in right at pee break. Oh, I could. We'll wrap it up. But what were you just saying? About feedback? This is the part where you tear us a new one. And we're back. And we're back. <laughs> From our pee break, live at the cat cave. <laughs> Ooh, I, love, I love that voice. <laughs> you should talk like that all the time. Oh, that's strictly my radio voice. <laughs> Would you still be married? Probably not. <laughs> Did you fall asleep at any point recording today? I did not. Yeah, I bet you came close. Uh, you had a big belly full food. It was huge. You just looked like, oh, I'm so tired. I was actually... He lied down at one point. I was so gorged, I was having trouble taking deep breaths. Wow. Which, um, that, <laughs> that makes me hate myself a little. <laughs> <laughs> fucking stairs. Um, yeah, fuck stairs. But you said something about feedback, and then I think you, you guys have to drive to Jersey, so I think your wife wanted to leave. That's true. Um, yeah. Yep. Awesome. No, um, actually, uh, Evan and Emily uh, Lindman have been listening. Get the fuck out of here. And, uh, yeah. Well, guy, and uh, Evan and Emily, if you're listening right now, thank you. And i uh, love to have you on sometime. I do do Skype interviews. You can come on with Dan. Is Evan your tattoo guy? Yep. Dude, I want to get a tattoo art from him. One art, please. One art. Please. If I say that when I meet him for to get ink from him, like he won't like kick me out, and I go, one tattoo art, please. <laughs> I think you'll be all right. Oh, I've never if, met him, but I've heard about him for years. If you tell him that you want to get a Simpsons tattoo, so I do, but I want to add on right. to my leg. I kind of want to pick, and you know what? I started this leg tattoo on my piece, but my leg, and the tattoo artist that I use moved. Yeah. So I was going to go back to work. She was amazing. And now I'm like, I just need to get like one person and stick with them. Yvonne. 
Yeah, that's rough. Oh, that's really nice of them to listen. That's really fucking cool. Some episodes are really good. Others are not. Other, I mean, they're they're good episodes. Eh, some. This one is not going to be terribly good. No, I, you know, the whole time I was thinking that, I'm like, that's not. No, I'm just kidding. I noticed uh, everything. I have no. You have no gauge of how it's going. Well, I definitely have a gauge if it's going really well and it's going to sound great. But then I am always so taken back. Like, so I'll record an episode. I'm like, this is the best one, and everyone's going to listen to it. And nothing happens. And yeah. then I, I just did one with my parents. And I was like, oh, that's cool. It'll be a nice one. And it'll just be special. One of the most popular episodes. What? Like over 100 and something downloads. Like fucking parents. And then I had like the, Adam who's been on The Daily Show or Andy from TFT, Flaming Tsunamis. Did well. Not Bill and Carol apparently are more popular. That's weird. I, that's I don't, very weird. I don't know what it is. Do you think I'll ever get to the... Do you think that with now doing a third episode, I have a hundred combined downloads? Oh, you're oh absolutely. You already did before. Oh, that's amazing. I can show you the numbers right after. I like to get in a podcast ego. Yeah. Oh my god. You know, Bose did really good. He talked a lot. Yeah. What an asshole. Hey, Bo, you talk a lot. I like. I like. <laughs> I like talkers. Um. Well, let's introduce your song. I'll probably move that around. I might do the song in the beginning. I might do it in the middle. But I think right when it says pee break, you should just cut into the song. Okay, well, <laughs> and what's what song is it um, called? It's it's called uh, Catalisp. Catalisp, and that will be off the solo album that I said you should record. Yes, but it's actually um, it's actually a Raritan song. That's, oh, okay, that's acoustic now. Oh, beautiful! So that's amazing, and I'll plug out the Raritan. Well, Dan, thank you again, and you will actually be back on. Oh, so, probably soon. Thank you. No. <laughs>